This is your Daily Dose. I'm Nick. Thanks for tuning in. I find myself listening to a lot of podcasts these days. I wish my attention span was longer, I could do more audiobooks, but 30 to 60 minute podcasts seem to be my limit. In the case of a recent one, it had to do with a company that Bob is very familiar with. It's about Amway. Uh-huh. So it was interesting because they're starting out with the um, uh, a little bit about uh, Ponzi schemes. And like the history of pyramid schemes, not that Amway's a pyramid scheme. No, but it is a thing, right? It's multi multi level marketing, is is a thing. And my sister's a, a Mary Kay agent and distributor now, so I'm being reintroduced into the whole concept of make your friends your distributors. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's it's a weird kind of, I don't know. It feels skeevy at times. Okay, and I I, I like the way my sister's doing it because she's doing it with her full personality intact, and she's kind of like. If you like this kind of stuff, then you probably want to work with me and maybe we could have some fun together as opposed to kind of almost manipulating you into it. Because here's the old, old Amway technique. It would never come up to you and say, hey, I have this great business opportunity that you think you might be interested in. They come up to you and they say, do you know anybody who might be interested in earning all the money they ever dreamed and having all the free time they ever wanted? And then people go, well, that's me. That might be something I would also like. <laughs> and then you go, oh, oh, hook in the mouth, being dragged along. And, uh, but it is for some people, just has never been for me. Yeah. You know, that the Voss family have become billionaires because of this wonderful uh, organization they created that allowed people to stack people underneath themselves and, uh, and distribute these products. You know, we talked about the demonstrations. I used to love that, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. proving that these products work. And by all, by all estimates in my life, these were quality products sold by overzealous evangelists. You know, it's just almost too into the products. You know, LOC, you know, it's, it's non-toxic. And then they'll take a teaspoon of LOC dishwasher detergent and eat it. Oh, yeah. Why not? You can, right? Don't worry about the kids. Toxic. <laughs> They're hiccuping bubbles for two hours after that. Sure. What the hell? Well, that used to be like a real concern, right? Like kids going under the sink and getting into something and poisoning yeah. themselves. Like I remember stories about that in the news and everybody freaking out about it in the 70s and 80s. You got to worry about that. Yeah. I, I, um, I heard this thing now. I was, yeah, now I, we have Tide Pods. <laughs> right, right. Which are definitely very toxic. Much don't worse. Eat those. Much worse. <laughs> well, that's the thing. And now they're making it look like they're delicious, right? Yeah. It's like it looks like something out of Willy Wonka's Wonderland. Yeah. And you're like, I'll eat that. I think they talked to him when they were designing it. <laughs> Willie, Willie, how do we do this? Help us with the pods. I, I read a story, a, a kind of a disturbing story recommended by my my daughter, Devin, I was going to say my sister, Devin, um, called Baby Teeth. And it's about a, a psychopathic four-year-old. I mean, truly psychopathic four-year-old. And Based you get, on a true story? No, no. Okay, but, it's, but it's... Was the kid you, Greek? Uh, no, no. Mm-hmm. So you think... <laughs> well, actually, we don't... We, I didn't yeah. do the genetics. But the, the essence of the story was about this child who hated her mother and wanted to kill her mother. And it's told from the perspective of both the child and the mother in the process. And one of the things that they talked about, and this is getting back to the poison under the cabinet, was that they had labels that were like frowny face, vomit faces, like they're green frowny faces with a tongue sticking out of them that they put on bottles to show their child, if this sticker is on this bottle, you don't drink it. And I thought to myself, what a stupid way to train a kid not to drink toxic stuff. Yeah. I mean, because there's a whole world of bottles out there without those labels. Yeah. 
So, you know, within the house, you're safe. You go to school and there's no... Anywhere else. Yeah, yucky, yeah. sticky face. I think our parents were smarter just to lock the cabinets underneath yeah. the, the sinks and stuff. Did you do that with your kids? I don't remember. Like I feel put, like I was a fairly... We were both fairly helicoptery parents, so I don't know that we left them alone long enough to <laughs> look under the sink. What about uh, little covers for your electric outlets yeah we got those i have a good picture of uh so in the three prong plug um one of the kids had stuck a uh chopstick in the uh the rounded the one. rounded one and started hanging things up from that so we were like yeah yeah we should probably get those. that is hilarious yeah. that's who would have thought when i was when i was a kid uh, i was in the kitchen with my mother we had this playroom right next to the kitchen and it had really cool my dad had put different wallpaper on each wall. So one oh, was nice. superhero, uh, guy superheroes. One was girl superheroes. One was cowboys. And the other one was like wild animals on each of these walls. But we'd go in that room and we had our toy boxes and everything. And we'd just go play. And it was right next to the kitchen where my mother hung out. So it was kind of a safe space that she could be there. We could be there. Except for my brother John is in the other room while my mother and I are in the kitchen. This is when I'm, I'm guessing I'm probably you know, maybe uh, six or seven, maybe eight. Um, and we hear this noise that I can't really define exactly. It was like a, and, and we heard him hit the floor. Like you, there was no doubt a little kid just hit the floor. And we went in there, my brother, John is laying on the floor on his back. He's not singed, but you can tell that he's clearly stunned and he's holding two pins in his hands. And what he did was. He went up and he put a pin in one side of the electrical outlet. Nothing happened. Da, yeah. da, da. So he went to get another it's pin super safe. and puts another pin in the other side while the other pin's in, making the connection, closing the circuit, and blew himself away from the, uh, away from the socket, which I had no idea you could even do. I had no idea that you had to put two sides in. My brother John taught me this, who, by the way, is now an electrical engineer. Perfect. Interestingly, yep. right? But those are the kind and of things. superpowers. <laughs> you should, right? Yeah. Like electro. Really or something he kind of does though he's got this way about him that he could look at you a certain way and you kind of want to do what he wants you to do oh okay it's, kinda, it's a mind yeah. control thing but yeah yeah it's uh it's interesting to me he's got an electric personality oh yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> all we had to say about that he's a my brother john's a fascinating person he's wicked smart and uh, i just read an article that was written including him it wasn't written about it was written about innovations that he was doing within his company but he was the most quoted person in the article oh that's and, cool. yeah i'm feeling so proud just looking at this guy going look at all that he's accomplished and because he's the ceo of a, a decent sized company uh working way too much but the kind of person you'd want as your ceo because he's got heart he's kind he's smart uh and he's like in the future he lives there well, I really appreciate the product that, you know, one end of the circuit is always connected for his employees on their chairs. And if they're not working hard enough, the other one slowly comes up. It senses productivity getting lower and then it zaps them a little He'd bit. He'd be kind of guy that could figure I, that stuff out. I understand now where the inspiration came from. This is it. It yeah. all comes from your childhood. Yeah. Everything comes from your childhood. Hey, friends, it's Bob. It's fascinating how time rearranges our memories so we can see the lessons hidden among them. I think we sometimes learn more in retrospect than we do during the actual teaching moment. It's a gift of time and experience. It's especially interesting to walk down memory lane with Nick, 
because nobody can twist a treasured memory into something weird and delightful like my podcast partner. It's like seeing my memories through a Carnival Funhouse mirror, which only adds to the fun. That's all for this episode, dear listener. Thanks for sharing part of your day with us with your daily dose. We'll catch you next time.